0: of Captain Hunter's Podcast, a podcast that is dedicated towards bridging the divide between the police and the communities that they serve. Thank you so much for tuning in. Really, really appreciate your love, your support, and all that kind of stuff. Make sure that you rate, subscribe, and share these episodes. Rate, subscribe, and share these episodes so the word can get out about what we got going on over here at Captain Hunter's Podcast. So today we're going to jump right into the episode. Um, We are going to um, have a returning guest on here, Dale Peters. Uh, he's been on before or at least i've been on his show before uh black in blues podcast black and blues podcast and so uh, we're going to talk about the importance of education uh dale very recently uh received his master's degree uh he's doing big things uh with his podcast and just in his uh life as as being a member of law enforcement so we're just going to talk about that the importance of him getting his education and the importance of other officers uh achieving their education Um, when officers receive their education they just do better they perform better uh they are able to work in more diverse environments better they are able to uh they're slower to um to apply force uh, the quicker uh, to use de-escalation tactics and techniques and things along those lines. So that's what we're going to talk about today. So uh, sit back, relax, uh, and listen to my man and um, Dale and I uh, chop it up over the importance of education in law enforcement. Uh, remember, you can purchase my book. Uh, book is still for sale. Um, if you're looking to take any promotional examinations, I'm still the man uh, to... Uh, help you along those lines so without further ado ladies and gentlemen here is the episode so welcome my man dale to captain hunter's podcast thank you so much for being here man really really appreciate it yeah uh host of uh black in blue podcast so tell us a little bit about yourself brother
1: all right my name is Dale, you know, uh, like uh, Captain Hunter said, uh, I'm a cop out here in California. Been working in the business for like 24 years now. I got four more to go and then I'm, I'm pulling the shoot and living that retired life like you. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I got a, a podcast I'll call Black and Blue Podcast where I talk to the minority officers about certain things um, in, in the world today. Not, not just the showroom trial, but you know, uh, what it's like being black and blue. Uh, me and my partner, coworker, Elizabeth, we do a, a live show every other sunday and uh you know that's just what we do we talk about certain things uh going on in the world uh next week we're gonna have this coming sunday on the 25th we're gonna have a show about uh uh, the asian hate that's going on so we're gonna have a asian chief of police asian broadcaster and an asian uh, high school teacher so we're gonna talk about all that that's going on so that's what i'm about you know i'm an eclectic dude you see all this stuff here in my background you know (laughs) so me and me and another brother gonna we're gonna do a show about all this stuff back here you know about movies and and rap and all this sort of stuff. So, you know, stay tuned. Yeah, I'm enjoying okay. it. I'm enjoying the life.
0: Good, 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 good. Uh, The, the retired life is not all this cracked up to be. I, I literally, <laughs> I literally have no time. I'm like, man, I am the busiest retired person I've ever yeah. met in my life. <laughs> so, so, so yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: yeah that's, that's a good problem to have though.
0: That's a good problem. To, it's a good problem to have. What's up my man, Ray, uh, another police officer there from a uh, great city of Waterbury there um so did you always want to be a cop there brother did you always want to be
1: you know what I won't say that I always wanted to be one you know I always wanted to be one that somebody that you know goes out there and makes a difference you know I know it sounds cliche but yeah that's what I wanted to do I I'll I bring it back to like when I was in college when when Rodney King jumped off um and we had Latasha Harlins out here in, in LA and all those verdicts came down uh, um, Latasha Latasha Harlins if you guys don't remember that's the one with the uh with the uh the uh Asian liquor store owner and so we had that one we also had the one out here in riverside where uh the young lady was sitting in the car with the gun in her lap and then the police surrounded the car and shot her with that one so all these cases came out and there was no verdict you know kind of like what's happening in 2020 and 2021 right um they, they were <laughs> all times found not changed, guilty. Right? Yeah. More 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 things change, more they stay the same, right? So exactly. <laughs> you know, all these cases, you know, they all had not not guilty verdicts. So uh just like now, you know, we all you know took to the streets. You remember the the LA riots out here in the Rodney King and, and I wanted to be you know part of the solution, not the problem. So I wanted to join uh the ranks of the, of the police department. And I wanted to try to, you know, make my stamp on it and make sure none of these things happen, at least under my watch, you know, while I'm out there. So, you know, that that's kind of, you know, my story of how I jumped into it.
0: Very good. Very good. Uh, so much. I want to talk to you about, but I'm trying to keep my, my, my thoughts straight, straight here. So, um,
1: we got nothing, we got nothing but time.
0: (laughs) So, um, just being, um, you're talking about being black and blue. Let's talk about your, 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 your podcast, your focus there. How is it? How, how's your experience been? You tell you want to be a part of the solution not part of the problem. We kind of talked about it a little bit as we, as we went into it, just being a black officer. I know my man Ray's a black officer out there. How is it? How's your, your, your life been, um, around that?
1: Well, you know, you know, I'm out here I'm like 60 miles east of LA. Um, but I grew up in the LA area. So, you know, um, It's not so much of a problem being black, but you know, you do see things that kind of give you pause. Um I I always talk about a story when I was younger, when I was first trying to trying to get on as a civilian when I was in college on a certain police department out here. I did all the tests. It was called a CSO community service officer, you know, just taking reports, a non-sword person while I was in college. And uh, I was taking the test, ended up number one, number one, number one. And at the last test, you know, I was number one. And then, you know, you're supposed to wait to get hired. Um, months went by, months went by. I never got hired, never, never never, heard anything from them. So I moved on, went to another agency, got hired there, continued on with my college. About a year later, this this first department gives me a call and says, hey, are you still interested? The captain that was in charge of hiring we did an intern. This was internal affairs that called me. Said uh, we found out that he didn't hire you. He didn't forward your your name onto the personnel commission because you were
0: black. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yes.
1: So either they fired him or they disciplined him or what have you, but then, you know, they finally called me a year later. Are you still interested in this position? I'm like, nah, I'm I'm good now. I got another job. But, you know, these sorts of things happen all over the, you know, systemic racism, what we're talking about. These sorts of things happen. So, um, you know, that's my experience. I've never had anything, you know, I've had stuff like, you know, when I'm younger, you know, the cops stopping me and all that sort of stuff and give me, you know, the run around and you know, all these sorts of things. But I never had anything where, you know, I got arrested where I shouldn't have been or anything like that. You know, but systemic racism, it doesn't have to be the extreme. It could be something as small as not not giving you a job. Right. You know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's 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 quite the story. Did anything ever happen to him? I mean, did they fire him? Did they? I mean, you know, you- I
1: don't know. Like I said, uh, you know, I don't know what happened with him. I never took that job. So so I don't know what that you know, working in that department would have been like. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I guess count your blessings. <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe yeah. it's a blessing in disguise that I didn't get hired there, um, but you know, you never know. You never know these sorts of things happen every day.
0: Yeah, that's that's really a terrible story. Terrible yeah. story. Yeah. So this. Oh yeah, yeah. You are doing all right? Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. So we're talking about the Derek Chauvin trial, um, mm-hmm. and just give us your thoughts about that. About uh, first of all, you know, what what, what happened with uh, George Floyd? What, what your thoughts were when you saw this? your interactions with other police officers uh, when they, when you, I'm assuming you talked about it and then, uh, you you know, what your thoughts are on the trial.
1: No doubt, no doubt. So just like everybody else, when I saw that, I saw it live, just like everybody else. I was like, wow, did this just really happen <laughs> on TV in front of all of us? And uh, nobody that I spoke to said, this was, this was right. This, you know, this should have been done. I mean, this is nine minutes on my man's neck, nine minutes. Uh, you know, I heard some sort of stories back then that this is the way Minnesota PD trained. And, you know, being out here in California and you out there in Connecticut, none of us, you know, <laughs> from coast to coast ever been trained <laughs> like that, you know, to 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 put your knee on someone's neck. I mean, it, it may happen when you're tussling, but you know, for nine minutes, I mean, you, you saw everyone saw the video. He, he was sitting there, this sort of thing, just look the, the look on his face, the crowd around there trying to tell him to get up. This was more of a you know contempt of cop. You could you could tell by his look on on Chauvin's faces, you know, no, I'm the police. Y'all can't tell me what to do. I'ma sit here as long as I want to. Mm-hmm. You know. Of of course he didn't expect uh, uh Floyd to die, but you know, what he did, <laughs> you could very well expect someone to die, right? You on their neck for nine minutes, right? Mm-hmm
0: right right, right. so
1: nobody nobody that i know out here people that i've spoken to in my own department uh doing my show uh in my travels uh uh, talking to other people other departments nobody thinks that what he did was was prudent was professional and was right so um i I don't know what this verdict (laughs) is going to come out to but you know it's pretty cut and dry as far as i'm concerned
0: yeah yeah so it's it's uh, again i gotta echo that i haven't talked to anyone anyone in law enforcement or anyone you know sane I mean you so you see some crazy you know posts on you I mean on Facebook you know those keyboard gangsters there but uh I haven't talked to anyone who thought <laughs> <Right>. that this <laughs> I haven't talked to anyone who's thought that this uh, was was uh, appropriate um it, everyone is outraged by it they're all embarrassed by it, the yeah. law enforcement and just uh, just a complete uh frustration there um and so uh so yeah so I have to echo that and I you know as we were talking before, you know, seeing a lot of trainers and myself, I have myself also taught in defensive tactics and yeah, I never, I never taught that. <laughs> in fact, I, I remember specifically, I remember specifically telling people don't do this, <laughs> you know, right, get to right. put put this person on their side, you know, listen, the fight's over, you know, it's, yeah, it's over, it's, you know, it's done, it's done. Yeah, so, uh, to, let's so wrap them
1: up and let's get out of here. I mean, the, yeah. the, the argument, the argument that the crowd was, you know, starting to get boisterous and all that. Well, if that's the case, you know, pick them up and let's go. Right? Yeah, you know, yeah. What you gonna yeah. sit there for? You know, uh, that that just didn't make any sense to me. But
0: I, I'm still trying to figure out why they were just yeah. Why? What are y'all waiting for? I, I do not yeah. What What are you waiting for? The here we call it the wagon. You know, you waiting for some transport to pick them up, or waiting for the waiting for the ambulance? None, none of that made any sense to me, and I, right. I I don't know if they ever really addressed that. What What are y'all waiting for? Why right. is this sitting here for nine minutes?
1: <laughs> why are we just sitting I, here? Yeah. <laughs> just,
0: if this just, crowd,
1: if <laughs> if we're so concerned about this crowd, then let's go. <laughs> You know, let's, I, it, let's get out of here. You know, it's too dry to me. Just, you know, having some <laughs> some standoff where we looking at each other. You know, let's let's do something. Let's get out of here. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Whatever, whatever. Yeah.
0: So, so, um are you confident that the prosecution did a good job with this particular case?
1: I mean, you never know. Mm-hmm. You know, we never got a, a, a look at what the jurors are. You know what the jurors looks like, mm-hmm. but. From what I could see, you know, because I wasn't following it every day, uh, the wife is she works from home, so she's sitting up in there on CNN every day watching it. But you know, with the highlights that I get, it 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 seems like it the, those two prosecutors that they had, I was watching the, the closing arguments today. I think they did a pretty good job. Um, his attorney, now that brother, he was just throwing everything at the wall, just seeing just seeing what sticks, you know, <laughs> just trying to see what
0: sticks the macaroni Cause, method there <laughs> yeah
1: yeah because you know like this all you need is one right yeah, so all you need yeah. is one juror to hang it up so I'm, I'm sure that's that was his strategy uh just don't you know maybe carbon monoxide maybe it was uh you know, <laughs> maybe it was just uh because because he tried, tried to say that the the prone position was okay you know it's i mean because you could you could be on the prone position you can breathe like he kept lifting his head up to talk it's like nah he was lifting his head up so he could try to breathe right <laughs> you know? So, uh, I'm not confident that uh, he did what he, he, what he could do, whatever he had to work with. Um, but the prosecution, yeah, I, I think they did a good job. Like I say, all you need is just that one, that one person to, to, to go sideways. And, and then we got a hung jury. What, yeah. Will they retry? That's the question.
0: That's the question. I, I think they would have to, I think that they would have to, uh, to retry if it's a hung jury. Yeah. I think that they would yeah. have to, um, Yeah, that's that was crazy. Uh, Michelle was saying, like the attorney said in the closing arguments, common sense should be cut and dry. Should be. Should be. And and we're all hoping that it is. But Um, but
1: common sense isn't always common, right?
0: Common sense is not always (laughs) common. Yeah, that's that's really, really tragic. Um, Does your department uh, guys talk about. uh, Hey, there, uh, L'Oreal. Lorielli, I know I'm going to say your name wrong. Just Marie Johnson. I'm just going to call you. That. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's corrected so so many times. I'm so yeah. sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Hello,
1: hey, oh, Miss Johnson. Sorry. How you doing?
0: <laughs> um, does your department, you guys, talk about different different cases? And sometimes we would address things at roll call and things like that. You guys talk yeah. to do that kind of thing?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, we do. Um, and this is one that you know, back when I was in patrol. I'm not in patrol now, but um, this is something that. In patrol we would definitely talk about um you know because the obviously this is the kind of stuff that you deal with uh every day you know, combative people or non-compliant people uh people that don't want to go with the program and then how do we deal with it so um i was i was hearing a lot about uh floyd's size you know he was six something and, and you gotta of course you gotta deal with people that are bigger <laughs> than you uh you know i mean it is what it is they, it was he was one of them uh one of him right and he was handcuffed and it was what, three, four, five of them. I mean, they, they could have handled him and they got him under control. They got him handcuffed and he just wouldn't get into the car, okay? But do we have to sit on his neck for nine minutes? <laughs> I, I beg to differ on that one. I beg right? to differ. I uh, beg yeah. to differ.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so so the, 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 the defense was, uh, you know, in closing arguments, and I watched a great a, a good deal, of, uh, probably like 60% of the trial you when know, I was in and out. And so he's going... He, He's talking about the the dispatch tapes and how it was excitement. You know, we all know. You know, you code three. You hear your yeah. hear people scuffling in the background and all that. Yeah. Okay, we, we got to get there. So he gets there, and, and all that you you could paint the biggest picture in the world that this was an accident circumstance, and this is a, the, the riotous, and these you know the two or three people are outside the store. They're all they're all ganging up on the cops. Nine minutes and <laughs> <with> somebody. <laughs> Nine minutes, and they were just chilling. We'll, we, we'll we'll give you all that. We'll give yeah. you all that. Yeah, nine minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, it's hard, it's hard to kneel. It's hard to kneel on nothing on a pillow for nine minutes. <laughs> <laughs> for real.
1: Yeah, yeah. My knees will be like, oh, yo, can <laughs> I get up? Can I stand up for a minute? My knees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we doing a we doing a remodel at the house right now with the in the kitchen, and uh, hey Jelly B uh, sixty eight, thank you for uh, joining the show. Um, like I said, we doing a, a remodel, and we, I, this whole weekend I was breaking up tile. On my knees, and I'm like, man, <laughs> it, it might be just because I'm old. I don't know, you know, knees and back is like. Well,
0: we're, we're blame. Well, no, we're nah, we blaming on that, man. It's, it can't be, you know. <laughs> right, right, right.
1: But I was like, why did why why didn't I just pay somebody for this? But but now nah, sitting <laughs> sitting on your knees for nine minutes. I mean, that it, it just yeah,
0: that makes sense to me. Yeah. yeah, it made it made no sense. It made no sense. So another uh, big case there uh, that's going viral. And I, I've been disagreeing with a lot of people. I, I did a video about this, uh, about the uh, the lieutenant in uh, Virginia uh, who was pepper sprayed uh, by the cops there. And one of the cops ended up being uh, fired right. um, uh, over that incident. Um, so let me get your opinion about that. So just for the, for the audience there. So uh, a guy gets pulled over. He, he turns out to be an army lieutenant um he's driving a blacked out suburban brand new he's got the paper plate in the uh in the back there but cops can't see it because it's not the metal plate where it should be they pull him over and he doesn't pull over directly he drives off for a little bit and pulls into uh some kind of gas station which well lit no problem with that everybody's done that before right um so but they end up doing a felony stop on him that's questionable but but hey it's whatever and then they start barking commands at him and then um he sticks his hands out the window says i'm not resisting or you know along those lines it's just me in the car and i'm not getting out the car and so they end up uh, long story short in the pepper spraying them and then uh, get them out the car and then, and then uh, put the handcuffs on them uh yeah,
1: yeah.
0: what's what's your what's your thoughts about that
1: well i will say as a police officer that when we do a felony stop first of all you you go slow you times on your on your side right no need to rush up to the car but they did okay so they went up to the car and they, they are giving them lawful commands right and you know the lieutenant wouldn't get out the car i mean at some point we got to do what we got to do um I, I will say that that senior officer i guess that's the one that got disciplined he he did he did take it a little bit too far you can see the other officer i guess the junior officer is like you know yo calm down man we got this but <laughs> <laughs> you know but you yeah, know um the lieutenant should have he should have complied with with their commands. I don't know if you saw the the video after the, with the body cam when they're talking to him and they yeah. you know they trying to explain to him, you know, hey, here's why we did what we did. Some people try to say to justify what they did, but it, you got to explain to people, hey, you know, this could have been a dangerous situation, you know. Um like we always say, the time to adjudicate what we do, whether it's right or wrong is not right there at the tra- at the traffic stop cuz you're not going to win that one. Mm-hmm. Um get, get names, badges and all badge numbers and all that. And, and, and take that to the watch commander, take that to, to, uh, some sort of lawyer or what have you afterwards. But the time to, to be, uh, uh, defiant is not right there on the traffic stop, especially when they got guns and pepper spray and, and dogs and all that, you know, just comply with the officers and deal with it later. Um, you you get the people to say, well, when they do comply, when we do comply, we still get shot that that's normally doesn't happen. Yes, it has happened. We've seen the videos with, uh, Philando Castile and all those sorts of things. Um, but by and large, when you comply, you know, you, the, the, the information gets back to you of what happened and you can take that to wherever you need to you know, do with that information, what you will, but, um, in that instance, like I said, the lieutenant—I think he was wrong for the, for not complying. I mean, you know, he was passive. He, he 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 told the the officers, "Um, my hands are are out. I have nothing in my hands." This sort of thing. I, I think was there was there a gun in the car too?
0: I think they did find a gun on the on the seat yeah. or something yeah. or on the floor. So or I mean,
1: like yeah. So so this is the sort of things that we're dealing with that these officers are dealing with. Um, but like I said, his hands were outside the car, but he was not doing what the officers wanted him to do. And at some point, you know, we can't be sitting there just going back and forth, you know, through the window. Um, I mean, I mean, back in the day, we used to, we used to smash the windows, you know, and grab people out, you know, now in 2020, 2021, um, if we can get their information, we just, Hey, <laughs> we know who you are. We'll send a ticket to you off. But, you know, I think this is a little bit more than that. Cause this was, you know, a felony stop. Cause I, I don't know what the deal was. Was it, that they think it was a stolen car. What, why, why, did, why was it a, a felony stop?
0: I think it was a felony because he drove for like maybe three minutes or something like that. Okay, he, they start, they that's they right. The FTA, right. yeah, 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 yeah.
1: yeah, 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 yeah. yeah the so, I think, to that
0: yield. That, so that, I think that that was that was the in, Uh, initiated it yeah and i agree with you you know it's just send a ticket when you can but listen i mean this is a little bit more serious matter they don't know you know why the guy's stopping i mean
1: so right right i mean at some point we got to deal with it i mean law enforcement is is one of those situations where we don't know who we're dealing with we don't know why he didn't pull over um right away took him three minutes i guess to get to well i can understand you know yeah i would tell my wife too um if, if one of these things happens if you ever get pulled over Try to pull over to a well-lit area, and if you're not near a gas station or something, um, try to get to one. So I can kind of understand that. Um, but, you know, nowadays, you know, we got cell phones with with, uh, with the speakerphone in the car. You can dial 911. Hey, I'm not uh, pulling over just yet. I'm trying to drive to a well-lit location uh, so that we could do this not at the side of the road. So, so then that way, dispatch can let the officers know, hey, he's not trying to run from you. He's just trying to get to a well-lit location.
0: Right. Absolutely, absolutely. I was going to say the same thing. Yeah, call nine one one. Let them know. You know what the deal is. Put your put your hazard lights on. Don't speed up. Do you know? Just let them know that you you just want to get to a well, the right. location. You know. So, right. So exactly. All that, all that. All that is good. Um Michelle is saying, but people need to be educated on that. I was in a meeting and people really believe that most times, even if you comply, you still get shot. People need to hear these things. Education is very important. So, yeah. So we we absolutely agree with you, Michelle. So that's why you need to tell your friends to tune in to Captain Hunter's podcast and Black and Blue's (laughs) podcast. Uh, So (laughs) so so they can get this education. (laughs) Indeed. Indeed.
1: Yes. Yes. Um, Nice plug there
0: yeah 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 we got we gotta to try to do it we gotta to try to do <laughs> it indeed, indeed
1: yeah I mean you know people do have that belief that if you still comply you know just be just based on a couple of those videos and, and, and again you know one one is one too many right but based on those videos people think that you know if you still if you still comply if you comply you're still gonna have something happen to you you're still gonna get shot or you still gonna get um tased or what have you. That's not the case. That's not the case. Those are those extraordinary circumstances where where those shootings and those things happen by and large, uh, every day police are are making traffic stops. You know, come back to the car. Here's, here's your ticket. Sign hard three copies. Here's your copy. I'm out and you out. Um, (laughs) rarely does anything escalate beyond that. So, um, you know, just, just do what you're told, uh, what you're, what you're asked to do uh, by the officer and then, uh, go home safely. Everybody goes home safely.
0: Jellybee says, "Uh I disagree. He drove slowly with his emergency lights on. That was the first I heard of that. I don't know that." Yeah, I never uh, heard that. And in the 3 minutes was was 1 mile. It seems like the goal post keeps moving for people. Now people have to ring 911. What comes next? Um so I'll let you go ahead go ahead Dale. about you, about that.
1: You know, uh <laughs> Yeah, that was the first time I heard about that, that he he did have his hazards on and all that. Okay. We're not saying that, because I, I hear this a lot of times too, and, and, and I totally echo and I agree with that, um, that the police are the ones that, yes, we should remain professional. It's not up to the public to have to remain professional. Um, that's what we're trained to do. Okay. So uh, we're asking you to be safe. So for everyone involved, yes, it, it would probably be in your best interest, yes, to, to put on your hazard lights, drive to some well-lit location, call 911. No, but you don't have to, all right? If, if you don't, we would expect the police officer coming to your door to be professional. Um, so, again, just comply with their orders. Uh, we're not moving the, the goalposts. Um, but, again, we're, we're just trying to make everyone safe in 2021 because we don't know what's happening in your car. Why, why are you driving uh, another one-mile three miles, what have you, we don't know why we, mm. we got our lights and sirens on this night. You should be able to see them. So if you, you know, wave out the window, do something, Hey, I'm not, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to run from you. I'm, I'm you know, again, be common, you know, have some common sense about it. Yeah. What What would you think?
0: Right. The, yeah. The no, person
1: I, just commented, if, you know, if, if, if you, you are a police officer, you, you know, you're a UPS guy, what have you. And you trying to, you trying to stop somebody, uh, you know, Hey, sir, you, 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 you forgot your package and you trying to stop them and they keep going, you know, they see you. Right. What do what you, what are you going to think? Right. So just use some common sense. there.
0: Yeah yeah and and again um even if if you don't call 911 don't put your hazard lights on you do drive that three minutes or whatever it was you pull over um and the officers just barking orders at you just just comply keep your hands out just yep. comply uh you, you know and just keep your hands where you can see him. And, and none of this would have happened they may run up on you put your handcuffs but after a brief explanation listen officer just that and the other uh you know they're gonna see in this case they're gonna see him in uniform check them check them out they're gonna they're gonna let you go i mean just yep. that whole incident didn't have to happen you know it didn't so
1: it didn't it's so unfortunate it's very
0: very unfortunate uh you and i didn't didn't get a chance to talk i asked everyone about this your thoughts about january 6th i know it's been a while ago and this this whole uh um, um you know crazy movement of people trying to take over the government and all this kind of stuff what, what's your thoughts about that
1: man that was, that was some mess there, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> that was a real mess. That was some, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, 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 hear the, the, the situations about, you know, if they were black, things would have happened differently. I would hope not. Right. I mean, I would hope that if, uh, you know, they stormed the, the Capitol building here in California or, or, you know, the city city hall, you know, my jurisdiction or, you know, <laughs> uh, Storm my house, whatever you know, they'd be met with some force, right? Um, <laughs> why, well, you know, I'm I'm hearing things now. I've heard that uh, the higher ups didn't have confidence in the officers to be able to handle that situation, so they just let it happen. I hope that's not the case either.
0: Ah, oh, man, I can't believe that. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah.
1: That that I heard some report somewhere that the higher ups they they didn't have confidence in their officers to to handle that situation. Uh, appropriately. And if that's the case, then whatever happened is on them too, because they had an officer that that died in that, right? Mm. Um and two so, more that committed suicide. Or three yeah, is three yeah. more now. Yeah, whatever. Exactly. Yeah. So right. you know, um yeah, it was just it was just a mess all the way around.
0: Yeah. Um has your department addressed any of that or any type of, uh, I'm sure, probably some type of uh, gang uh, gang affiliations within the department by gang affiliation? I mean, you know, looking at domestic terrorists, looking at uh, joining uh, hate groups. Have you guys talked about that that type of thing going on and or, or whatever?
1: In relation to January
0: 6th? Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, the FBI released a report saying that all these, uh, you know, white nationalists who try to join police departments, have you guys addressed any yeah. of those kind, type of concerns?
1: Not that I've heard. I mean, I'm, I'm sure those talks go on. We're, we're a small department, probably as small as, as your department was when, when you left. Um, so I, I don't believe those sorts of things are are happening in my department. You know, we're pretty close knit. I know everybody from from the, the chief all the way down to the uh, newest hired officer. And, you know, they know me. And I, I don't believe we have those sort of people in my department. But I wouldn't be naive. I would be naive to think that there's not at least one or two um, that at least have some sort of feelings towards uh, what happened in January 6th that, you know, they kind of uh, wanted to be a part of that. Because because I know we 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 had a a, <laughs> a lot of Trump supporters, I know, that work for my department. But, you know, it, politics is is politics and we respect each other when we out there doing our jobs. So I never had anybody talk out of turn towards me. So you know, it's hard. It's tough to say. Um, but whatever's going on up, you know, above me and the chief's office and all that, that uh, is, 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 tough to say.
0: Yeah. Uh, Michelle is going to disagree with you. Sorry, if there were people of color, there may have been a massacre. I mean, it's just unfortunate. Uh, I, I think that the response would have been quite different, quite honestly. And I, I hate to say that, I hate to admit that, but I, I, I believe that the response would have been quite, quite bloody, <laughs> you know, and it's, it's really yeah, unfortunate.
1: It, it, it's quite possible. I mean, it's possible, but. You know, that that's that's out there in chocolate city though right i mean have, oh, have yeah. a DC, <laughs> half a dc half a dcpd is black right you know yeah, so yeah, yeah. um you know who knows
0: right 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 so i want to, to have a conversation with you about uh about the, the importance of education we, right we all these type of things that we talked about you know uh, some of the things that can be fixed through officer education and that is you know officers getting their education and you recently received or uh got your master's degree right
1: yes yes just got my my master's degree back in december um out here at the university of redlands got it in uh, organizational leadership that's just a new term for business management uh because they <laughs> like to you know because they like to say you, you don't uh, you don't manage an organization you lead organizations so that you know we, we still had you know statistics and all that sort of stuff mm. um but education that's what you need, uh, not just in, in law enforcement, but in any job, any job setting. You, you need that education so that you can compete for for higher level positions uh, within your job. Or uh, if you decide, I always say in, in law enforcement, uh, you need to have education because if you get hurt tomorrow, what are you going to do with a high school diploma? Uh, you, you ain't going to get no other good job uh, with, with just a high school diploma. So... And, and nowadays you might not even get a good job with just a, with a bachelor's <laughs> degree, you know, so.
0: Yeah, you know, you're absolutely right about that. That is, the, and that is really, that's actually very scary to me. My daughter um, just got her um, associates and I'm like, listen, that's, it's great. Congratulations, yeah. but you got to keep going, you know? Yeah. got And to. so, and, so uh, and to know that people aren't getting uh, well-paying jobs with bachelor's degrees is really, really unfortunate.
1: Yeah, yeah. And in my household, my wife's got a PhD, so she's a psychologist and I've, you know, always trying to compete with that. You know, I've only got my bachelor's degree and here she is, she's Dr. Peters and all that. So I got to at least get my master's. So I finally went back to school and and got my master's on that. So that's, that's as far as I'm going. I'm not not getting, (laughs) I'm not, well, today at least I'm saying that, but I don't plan to go back and, and going any further, but you never know, I
0: guess. Yeah, well, listen, you got to keep up with her. She, you can't be at a, right. some dinner, some dinner party. She be like, all, "All your master's degrees, you got, y'all go over there and y'all go over there and talk. PhDs, going to hang out, and as, yeah, have some so, real conversations here. Those so, yeah,
1: doctors, so. going, yeah, we gonna talk over here about something. <laughs> <laughs> go go over to the kitty table. <laughs> yeah, the kitty table. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, so organizational management. What what made you decide to do to do it in that? Um, a lot of cops try to try to stick with um, <clears throat> you know, criminal justice and all that. What made you decide? Yeah. That?
1: Yeah. Well, you know, my, my bachelor's is in, in accounting. So I've always been one to buck the system. I always tell young bucks coming into the job. If you're going to go, first of all, you need to go back to school. If you don't, if you don't have uh, your degree, your associates or what have you, you need to go back and get your bachelor's. Um, and don't do it in, in criminal justice. Because again, <laughs> again, going back to what we are talking about, if you get hurt tomorrow, uh, on this job, and you can't do this job anymore, you're not going to be able to get a job with a criminal justice degree. You, you're definitely not going to be able to to be a professor, you know, teach somewhere uh, with only a year of law enforcement experience, right? Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> you gotta have you gotta have a backup plan. So, uh, pick something that that can help, you know, yes, your department, uh, but help you in the future once you leave that job. So, computer sciences, um, MBAs, organizational leadership, accounting, all those sorts of things that you can take outside of the job but you can also use inside of the job so with my accounting degree um i was always pegged to do a lot of financial crimes and frauds and things like that uh, in my department in my career so um, you know pick something that can kind of um help you out in your career but I'll, you know give you a niche that you know kind of makes you uh indispensable um, we've, we've got a, a kind of assignment that i'm working on now is internet crimes against children And a lot of that is dealing with tech stuff, you know, uh, learning how to track IP addresses and and getting uh, information off of phones and hard drives and all that sort of stuff. So I got to take a lot of classes in that. But there's a big market in that outside of law enforcement. You know, there's a big private private uh, field for that. So, you know, just try to try to get stuff that can make you marketable. I don't, I don't necessarily know if I want to, you know, be in this job after I retire. You know, I always say once, once I pull the shoot on this and four more years, I'm done in four more years. Um, I'm done with law enforcement. I'm I'm do this podcast, maybe do some, do something else. But you, you know, you got to have something in your back pocket that makes you marketable. Um, if you were to leave this job tomorrow, you can do something else.
0: Mm i i absolutely echo that i tell people don't don't get a bachelor's or don't get your degree in criminal justice particularly if you're already a cop if you're already a cop you're wasting your time by getting you, you're <laughs> right. wasting your time you yeah know? you already know it yeah you already know it you know an academy. In the academy yeah it taught you everything you need to know get it get it and absolutely and something else computer crimes or i did mine in my bachelor's in psychology and then i went on there to get go. another degree in, in in forensic psychology so yeah it's just something else you can you can market yourself you know uh de- yes. definitely I do regret not doing the computer thing though because I, I actually like computers except when they don't work right you know i can't i can't <laughs> right? fix them so so i had to i had to put some some information on my hard drive and the hard drive is uh, on an external hard drive it said i had 28 gigs of free of free space i tried to put six gigs on there it kept telling me my memory card was full i'm like there's no way this is full i don't understand this right <laughs> so, so anyway so anyway that was just my you know you fixed
1: that, that. <laughs> go get another memory
0: card. <laughs> That's how you I fix that. I thought you were going to say get a hammer. That a hammer will yeah, fix that. Well, yeah, yeah, that'll
1: work too. But you know, you won't be able to use that one. But you know, just, just go get you I'll, another. Go get you another flash drive. Use yeah, that yeah, one. yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, But yeah, yeah. I definitely, I definitely, definitely agree with you. You got to have, so, you got to have, have a backup plan because this get, job is got so temporary. Yeah, yeah. You, got you to. Don't, unless you want to do this to, to, to you, to you, to your pass. I mean. sometimes people just need a break from law enforcement, you know, just, you know, you did it for 20, 25, 30 years and now, okay, I want to, I want to sit back and and do whatever. So now you can, you can go somewhere with your, with that degree and go somewhere and manage and manage people or work in government or whatever,
1: you know? So, yes. And then, and going back to, you know, when you, in your department, how that can help you out in your department is, makes you more marketable for positions in your department, whether it's for a specialty or promotion, uh, at least in my department, you know like a lot of departments where they say all you need is a is a high school diploma uh, that for the most part, that's true. My department uh requests sixty college units uh to apply um so then if you get in with just sixty college units, yes, you'll get the job but then when you know when uh positions come up, you know specialty positions or promotions, and you and you're competing against other people that've got their bachelor's degrees, they've got their you know, their masters and in some cases their doctors, um, you know, with all things being equal, they're going to look at your packet and they're going to look at their packet and say, okay, these two officers have done similar things, but this officer, you know, has got more education. Which person do you think that they're going to look towards? Mm-hmm. So, you know, you, 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 gotta, you gotta think of it that way as well, you know, kind of help you out with your, with your career. And it makes you more, more, more well-rounded person uh, to, to be able to know different things um uh, just having a, a a book education doesn't make you a good cop but um it, it doesn't hurt either right
0: yeah absolutely absolutely i sat on a panel you know of for for i'm sure it's probably dissimilar similar in in california so people who want to go for promotional tests so uh i was a lieutenant at the time and i said with other lieutenants now these are people who take in the sergeant's test right? sergeant. so they wouldn't become sergeants. so uh we sent in for for um for a different town, so it was a town called uh, Danbury in, in Connecticut. So it was myself from Waterbury and two other lieutenants from other different towns, and we had to evaluate the oral presentation skills of these of these particular applicants. So all of the applicants, you know, did fairly well, but the two best, the two best, didn't have their college degrees. Had no college mm-hmm. degree. They one had a couple of classes. The other one just like I just got a high school diploma. But their but their presentation was on point. And I'm sitting next to this other lieutenant and he's like banging him for this. He's like, I'm not, gonna, you know, I'm not going to give him these high points because they don't have the degree. And he's like, these other guys got the degree. I got my degree. You got your degree. How come this guy doesn't have the degree? But I'm like, yeah. it's not on the paper. It's not it's not it's not one of the it's not one of the things we got to list here. So yeah. um, so his his stick was, um, you know, you got to have an education. So I, I can't say he's wrong about that, but. And even if even if, if there's other cops or whoever whoever's out there who's listening, even if all things like you said, all things being equal, some people just want that degree. Uh, you you might have done everything um, you, in in your job, and whether in law enforcement or not, you might have done everything that you're supposed to do, but they're going to always choose people who have that degree, even if it's not yes. part of the even if it's not part of the parameters, the 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 qualifications. Somebody's going to always look at that piece of paper and say this guy's got more than the, more than the other person. Yeah. So. Yep. In my
1: department, it's a, uh, it's a point scale. So the, the more uh, qualifications you have on whatever you, you can max out on the on on amount of a points that you get before you even get to the oral interview. Mm. So they look at your experience, uh, your, your longevity, you know, you get a certain amount of points for that uh, for education, you know, for AA, you get a certain amount of points, master, you know, bachelor's, master's, you get a certain amount of points. So the more points you have going in already puts you above other people uh, that are applying for that job. So um, I'm sure it's like that in a lot of other places so it, it, it certainly doesn't hurt and then like I said it makes you a more well-rounded person if you can go to you know maybe somebody's house that's having problems with their computer or somebody's having problems with their with their kid and, and and you had some psychology class you know or what have you so all these sorts of things uh elder abuse cases a lot of those are financial right where mm-hmm. people's bank accounts are being pilfered by you know by some people that they know um, if, if you have some sort of uh, knowledge and in, in finance where you can, you know, go through with that, with that victim, with that elder, uh, to help them find out what's going on with their bank account, you know, that helps as well. You don't have to call somebody, you don't have to, you know, like you can do it right there. You know, customer service that that, that we kind of offer as police officers. So it's not all shoot them up and, and go hook the bad guys. You know, <laughs> we, we, we got to help some of these people that, uh, that are calling us and need our services as well. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Occasionally we cops have to think, so, <laughs> yeah, occasionally, every now and then, every, every now, now and then, <laughs> every now um, and <laughs> Jellybee is saying, um, uh, here in Australia, a bachelor of policing, uh, to become a sergeant, and anything above that, you have to have a master's in business, um, management. Otherwise, you will stay a sergeant. All the above is done internally. Um, thoughts on whether, uh, departments should mandate, uh, entry level, uh, people to have uh degrees what's your thoughts about that
1: you know uh like i said you know a lot of departments don't offer that i think again it 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 goes back to making a well-rounded person someone who's mature someone who's who's showing that they can stick to things uh because you know getting your education isn't uh isn't an easy thing so it, it shows that you know you can stick to it um, you've got some sort of knowledge other than just, you know, straight book knowledge. And again, like, like I said before, just, just having book knowledge does not doesn't guarantee that you're going to be a good cop. Um, uh, by no means doesn't mean that, but it does, by no, <laughs> by no means, but it does make sure that you know you are a well-rounded person. Again, that you've got some sort of knowledge in certain things. You A, a lot of police workers writing, right? Writing reports, writing, uh, you know, presentations or what have you. Um, so if, if you don't know how to do that at a at a college level um, that you're not you're not, uh, not going to be an effective police officer. So because in 2020, 2021, these reports are scrutinized all the way down to the last period on on your sentence. So we got to make sure that these these reports are accurate. Um, and they convey what they need to convey and college is one way to, to help you get through that, uh, to use certain language and not, you know, not use cop jargon that you, that you thought you heard and you saw on TV or the movies, um, just be able to, to articulate, uh, well, so college, college is a good thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, no. Uh, Absolutely. And you, as you mentioned, these, these reports are are scrutinized to, to a a particular level. And um, imagine the Floyd uh, or or Chauvin uh, trial in the reading some Cops report with misspellings and, (laughs) and, and, uh, you know, improper grammar and all and you writing in the eighth grade level, you know? Mm So we're not saying you have to write a PhD level, but it ought to be, it ought to be articulable and ought to be understandable. And you ought to be able to convey your thoughts without, uh, you know, so I can remember there was a there was a video they showed us in the police academy where this guy couldn't write. You know, he was a great cop, but he it was a it was a funny kind of video. And he, oh, he write like uh like a saw drunk arrested saying. Like, you know, you gotta put a little more <laughs> yes. detail. You gotta put a little more detail in, in that report. Right?
1: <laughs> a little bit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so uh yeah, yeah, it was it was pretty funny. Um, let's see. <clears throat> uh very true, the power of the pen. Yeah. Um so I don't know if I can pull this up, but I want to talk about just a little bit to, to people out there. And this is, um, let's see if I can pull this up on the screen here. Uh, let's see, share here. Just go, we we'll are just kind of go over some of the, some of the benefits. Now we're talking about police work, but obviously we don't want everyone out there who's watching this to kind of con- really consider going back to school. Isn't, isn't yeah. it for everyone, but, but you really should give it some thought there. Uh, let's see. Let's
1: see. And again, pick and again pick pick a a course of study that you like i mean it, it i mean it doesn't have to be you know business it can be like we said computers it can be me- uh, mechanics you know get some sort of education in something that that you enjoy so that again if you heaven forbid you need to leave the profession you have something you can do afterwards
0: yeah Yeah. Uh, One of the reasons the cops used to stay on 30, 40, you know, years ago is because they didn't have any type of backup plan. They didn't. That was all they did. You know, the factory jobs were all gone. So these these guys had to become police officers. So now they just had to buckle in and just kind of stick with it. Well, that isn't happening today. And people have a greater degree of of movement. You know, they can pick them and go to one city to another city. And you can especially do that, as you mentioned, if you got your college degree. Yep. Um, so this this is an article I kind of pulled up here. This is from the conversation, and I'll just give you a chance to chime in on this. I know you didn't, you probably didn't read this, but five reasons police police officers should have their college degrees, and one is less likely to use violence. Uh, okay. Uh, they're more problem oriented or problem solving uh, or, or their abilities, mm-hmm. enables officers to better relate to the community. Right. This is all good kind of, stuff. Kind that we, of what we were
1: talking about before, <laughs> okay, yeah. kind of what we're talking a, a more, about. <laughs> yeah. More well-rounded. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yep. Helps officers identify best practices. Right. That's that forward thinking kind of thing. You know, what's, what's going on and builds better leaders. So again, we're talking about law enforcement, but yeah. I'm sure that this applies to any, yeah, <laughs> to across any the, across, the across the board. board. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So across the board. <clears throat> um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so it's certainly something that we need really need to to really kind of push there and uh, make sure that is is going on there. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, remove that. Um So what's next for Black and Blues podcast? You guys are growing and and, and all that kind of thing there, huh?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I'm trying. I'm trying to trying to grow this thing every day. Um I I I love talking to to officers about, you know, their experiences. And, and on the job and all that but uh you know I want to expand to the other other horizons as well and and speak to other um minorities particularly black uh, minorities um that are doing different things I want to talk to some artists I want to talk to some nurses some doctors um, engineers you know I want to start you know showcasing people that have done excellent things in their profession uh extraordinary things so uh I look forward to that so you know stay tuned for some things like that like i said uh, me and my partner, Lizzie, uh, Elizabeth, uh, she's on vacation now. We talked about uh, why she couldn't join us today. She's on vacation, but uh, uh, she and I are, are doing big things. Uh, we work together in, in the same department. Um, so we, we want to continue to grow the show. And uh, again, another another captain, uh, not, not Captain Hunter, but, but mm-hmm. a captain, captain Kelso works for a department out here. We're going to do another show. We're going to call it uh, Black and Blue Off Topic. And we're not going to talk anything about uh, any police work, no politics, no nothing like that, because you know we need to release mm. every now and out all, all of us. Uh, so you know we're going to talk, like I said before, we're going to talk about movies and uh, and and rap music and sports, you know, all those sorts of things that that we'd like to talk about, you know, all, all the stuff back here, you know. So
0: cops talk about that? I thought all we did with 24/7 was just cop <laughs> talk, cop talk, cop talk. Right. Yeah, you know, that's that's what they think. <laughs> yeah,
1: you know, nuts. No. It, it, it's crazy, you know, cuz I tell people to uh, make sure, you know, cuz I was an FTO, um, field training officer, and I would I would tell uh young kids coming into the job, uh, have well-rounded friends. Don't don't just settle in and, and and be friends with just cops and 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 when you're off duty, you know, you associate with just cops because then you, you also need uh, a, a different perspective on things. Um, if, if all you do is associate with cops 24 hours a day, you know, you, you go to the, you know, to the river with them, you, you, your families are together, you, you never get that, that other perspective of, of what other people are thinking about you and your profession so it's always good to have that have somebody keep you in check you know checks and balances so uh, i always give that advice to people you know don't don't cut off your your, uh, unless they were bad friends to begin with (laughs) um (laughs) you know you try try to branch out and you know and and again that's where going to college comes in right Uh, Mm -hmm. you get to meet different people that are that are intellectually stimulated as well so in these classes you can you can hook up with people that are you know business majors and art majors and you know cooking majors culinary majors and all these sorts of things and and you can be a well-rounded person and you can hang out with them and and uh, you can just you can just take on different perspectives and, and, and it's good you know we don't we don't all have to agree on things you know we can agree to disagree. Democrats, Republicans—you know—at uh, the end of the day, we all want what's best for for us as a as a, as a country. So sometimes we just take different different routes to get there. But um, you know, going to, going to school and having these different these different reference reference points is is what makes us makes us all go around. What makes it fun about it, you know?
0: Absolutely, absolutely. I've been tr- I've been tr- saying that same thing to people uh, for years. Don't cut your friends off. Um, you know. And that is one of the biggest mistakes that cops make when they become police officers. They d- adopt this us, "us versus them" mentality. Yes, and uh, you know everybody else is the enemy, and they don't understand us. And the next thing, I was at the gym one time, and I'll never forget. This guy says, "You know, we're everybody's in there just working out, just having a good time." And this guy says to you know a guy who was a, a cop that I knew, he's like, uh, "You know, so l- listen, man, let's let's get up after this. You know, give me your number." He's like, "What? You know, what's your number?" He's like nine one one. Come on, brother. <laughs> we in the gym, man. <laughs> wow. Come on. Wow. Man. I mean, you, you that you that much of a cop that you're a cop even in the gym. I mean, come on, man. So yeah, it was it was yeah. so you had to we have to be able to, to decompress. Uh, and that's that's why that that show you the new show you're talking about doing is really, really good. You have to be able to decompress, yeah. uh, to to talk about other things besides law enforcement that that is so vital. So I tell
1: you what, though, when I'm off the job, I'm not trying to let nobody know I'm a cop, though. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: Like, police? What do you mean police? I can't stand the police. Where they, I wish the police was here right now. Where are you at? <laughs> <laughs> can't stand the police. And <laughs> be like, no, maybe you're not the police. Huh? Nope. Yeah, you damn yeah. right. I ain't no damn police. <laughs>
0: I remember I was to... It was a you know here in Connecticut gets cold, so I had this big puffy you know goose jacket on, and I had it shaved in a in a few days, so my beard was growing in. I had a hat on, and yeah. I'm going to my training center. And I'm like, I know these guys ain't gonna, <laughs> know ain't gonna let me in. I know they ain't gonna let me in. I know they ain't gonna let me in. They're, they're, when I got to the when I got to the door, you had to get buzzed in there, like looking. Oh yeah, oh yeah, this is the lieutenant. Yeah, who, who is? <laughs> Well, yeah, I I, I do that dress a lot. And I I tell people all the time, even now, I'm like, sometimes I'm like, listen, I'm glad you guys let me come back here so I can teach because I don't want to get stopped. I don't, I don't <laughs> want you guys to stop me. <laughs> this is me. It's me. Remember yes. me? You know, so, so yeah, I definitely understand. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah. I, and that's very, very important. And, uh, and I, I always kind of pride in myself in that because I don't want to be so cop all the time that, you know, I want right. to listen. There's a, there's a, there's a, a person, a niche, a culture about me, right? We got to do this for the culture. And this is, this is yeah. me. you know. I like, like you, and we'll get to this in a second here. Uh, I, you know, I like hip hop and, and, you know, and there's a cultural niche to that. And just because you like a certain type of genre music or culture or culture doesn't mean that you're uneducated. I mean, you and I got our master's degrees, but we can listen to some DMX, <laughs> yep. you know what I'm saying? So, or we watch certain yeah. movies, Re- you know, I'm, I'm, i yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. DMX, yep. I definitely want to talk to you about that. Um, but, but, um, yeah, so, so it's, it's really, really important. You know, I'm probably one of the biggest geeks around. I got, uh, you know, I'm a big Godzilla fan and all that kind of stuff. So, so it's certainly more, it has to be more to us than, than, than just being a cop all the time.
1: For real, so, for real.
0: Michelle says Does it doesn't hurt to uh, to educate. Uh, doesn't hurt to educate, and there's nothing wrong with having just a master's degree. It's not actually a just. Black women are the most mm-hmm. educated. Just a fun fact, um, and that's coming from a woman who's got two master's degrees and working on a third one. All right, go, ahead, sh- go ahead. She's kind of a show off, there, Michelle. There, yes. Yeah, so. <laughs> uh, Mad at her? Yeah, yeah. No, not no, that's my girl. Uh, very well said. Just having a degree in teaching doesn't mean you'll be a good teacher. Oh yeah, absolutely. So, so um so yeah to to dmx to dmx your thoughts yes. about the passing of a of a legendary what you thought yes about?
1: and uh and, and black rob too black rob just passed away uh the other day too so i did yeah. not know that oh yeah man. yeah oh man yeah so, wow oh man yeah like whoa so yeah i mean these these things happen uh i i don't know what happened with dmx um <laughs> I've been, mean, you know, first it was he OD'd on something, and then next I'm hearing some some rumors that he he got a COVID shot, and then he came up sick after that, and, and you know, I'm not giving any credence to that, but um whatever it was, you know, I know he had some demons that he was dealing with as far as addiction. Uh, we we all know people that have been dealing with some sort of addiction in in, in one form or another. Um, I just want to you know send out prayers to to his family and his friends and his his co you know co-workers people that he's worked with over the, over the years uh you know I, I love me some DMX and the music and, and the 90s hip-hop that's you know that's that's what I came up on so um wow it's, it's a big loss to the hip-hop community mm-hmm. Um they don't. They don't make music like that anymore. You know. No, they, no, they don't. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> no, yeah. they don't. I don't know I, I, what's going I, you know, on. I hope these I'm. Days. Yeah. I hope I'm not sounding like you know, get off my lawn, guy. <laughs> yeah, you crazy kids. Yeah. They don't make hip hop like they used to. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, but it's true. It's true. You know, speaking to one hundred here. Um, you know, when I'm off duty, I'm i I'm a DJ as well, so I I do a lot of DJing, uh weddings and house parties and, and stuff like that. Uh you know, I, I kinda stick to, you know, old school, but you know, I play a lot of the new school stuff, you know, because money's green, right? <laughs> whatever, you know, whatever people are asking for is what I play. I always I always uh joke, you know, hey, I'll play at a at a at a clan rally if they playing if they paying. So <laughs> that's
0: pretty funny. <laughs> but uh <laughs> <laughs> but
1: uh you know you know I, I can get into some of the new music uh you know i'm pretty eclectic in, the, in that regard but uh my bread and butter 90s hip-hop 80s and 90s hip-hop and, and r&b so uh yeah. he, he's gonna be he's gonna be sorely missed
0: i remember D- did
1: you see did you see the verses with him and snoop
0: no i did people trying uh, to get me to watch that yeah, yes yeah. that
1: was that was, i'm glad he, he was able to do that before this happened because uh, that was one of the best ones I've i've ever seen that was okay. one of the best ones. Him, check that out. I'm sure it's on YouTube somewhere. Okay. The verses with uh, DMX and Snoop Dogg. That was, yeah, that was. dope. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm going to definitely I check that out. Thoroughly definitely enjoyed it.
0: I remember uh, we had these little precincts, and um, and, and uh, throughout the city, whatever is not that big, but we had these little substation precincts, and where they had one of ours. at, it was a, um, it was kind of a you know, the inner city, obviously. And um and the bars had let out on a like a Friday or Saturday night. So all these people in the streets, the summertime or whatever. And somebody starts blasting from their car, uh, you know, stop, drop, shout them out. And I think it was like the first time I heard that song. I'm like, so I'm trying, I'm like, yo, this is a hot song. <laughs> I'm, yeah, trying, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to really, 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 you know, maintain my composure by listening to this, yes. listen to DMX. I'm like, yo, this song is off the chain. <laughs>
1: yes, so, yes. So, yeah, DMX, he yeah, yeah, he definitely, definitely got love for for the, from East Coast rappers. I'm out here on the on the West Coast, so I came up, you know, West Coast rap. But give uh, give give love to the East Coast, you know.
0: Man, I've always hated that East Coast West Coast beef, man. And it took two of yeah. our best from us, man. What what, right? what what was accomplished by all that foolishness, man?
1: Not, not a damn
0: thing. Not a not damn, a damn thing. thing. Nah, that nope. was just really really yeah yeah no. I listen I, I listen I grew up uh, listening to the Easy E and N.W.A. Yeah. and um Who's mm-hmm. that other brother? Um cube. Well, yeah, cube. Um, the other dude, uh, he ended up getting his voice box shattered or something like DLC. that. DLC. DLC. The DLC, yeah. the doc. DLC. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and uh Warren G. I love me. Warren's some Warren best. G. Yeah. <laughs> I love me some Warren G. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so so yeah, I I got love for for West Coast and Styles. And then, of course, when Snoop came along, he just changed the whole game. Oh my like, who is this? Game. <laughs> yeah, he's, who, he's who is this? Still still going, going you know. (laughs) Too, yeah, he's
1: still going strong. So, yeah, Yeah. big ups, big ups to him. Absolutely, absolutely, love that. Absolutely,
0: brother. I thank you for coming on the show, man. Great conversation, man. I knew it would be, man. I really, really appreciate it, man. I'm sorry that your co-host uh wasn't able to join us but maybe um in the future have you guys back on your co-host and your for new man. uh for your new and your new co-host the captain there when you guys start that show up man i really would uh like you guys to come back on man. so
1: yeah 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 We i, I love these collabs with you because um you know you, you keep it real and you're you fun to to deal with so yeah I, I love it you know if i had you on my show and i'm glad you on my i'm on yours so we let's keep this going
0: Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. So, anyone who hasn't checked it out, make sure you go, guys, guys, go back to archives to to your show. I put it on um, to uh, the Black and Blue podcast. I'm on there. Uh, I also put the put it on my my show, so you can go to both of ours and make sure you subscribe yes. to my man. Uh, listen to him. Uh, I would say he's the the second best uh, uh, black pod, uh, <laughs> <laughs> podcaster out right? there. Yeah,
1: yeah. But he's a, he's a
0: close second. Close second. Closer, closer. Close <laughs> you know. Hey, if you don't believe in you, then who will, right? <laughs> the who will? Then who will? Yeah. So man, I'm I'm looking for you guys to do big things, man. Congratulations on your on Thank getting you. your degree, man. On, and that's that's a, that's a big accomplishment. As Michelle said, Thank it's you. not just a yeah, not me... just a master's degree. It's 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 uh, it's some, certainly something to uh, to be proud of, man. And you yeah, catch up to your wife. That's this, most uh, important. thing.
1: <laughs> I just got this this care package.
0: For oh my, okay. From
1: okay. my uh university like i said i graduated in uh in december and they sent over this care package of all this stuff because we just had a graduation it was a virtual graduation so i decided you know i opted opt out of that one because you know it's like i didn't i didn't really need no virtual graduation but they sent over billfold you know oh nice okay Boom. nice got that in there got yeah. uh a, a covid mask
0: <laughs> oh okay okay <laughs> what, what,
1: what, what are we got here we got a a nice pen oh man, man. I should
0: yeah, have went to this university all I got was a That's freaking a diploma <laughs> okay okay the redlands of okay redlands. um
1: okay. and a uh, whole bunch of you know some stickers and a whole bunch of stuff so big ups to the uh, university of Redlands this this is what the what the graduation should have looked like oh okay okay but, nice okay but, but maybe I could have put this in the in the camera frame while we do doing the virtual <laughs> the virtual but uh no no it's a it's, it's, uh, when I started it, it was uh COVID hadn't hit yet. Mm. So we were in we were in school, in class, and then COVID hit like halfway through. And so then the second half of the year and a half that I was in, uh, we was all online. And it was kind of a learning when we first did it the first couple few classes, you know, the instructors were trying to figure out how to, how to do it and and uh just like, you know, everywhere across the country, you know, with high schools and uh, our high schools out here in Cali are just now starting to open up this week. So mm-hmm. I don't know how it's been back east, but uh, uh, we're just now starting to open up. My my daughter is a junior in high school and uh, and she opted because it's only like a month, month and a half left. Mm-hmm. She said, you know, I'll I'll just because they gave us the option. So she mm-hmm. said, you know, I'll just stay home because uh, it's only a month and a half. Half my friends aren't going to be there. So I'm doing OK with this. And then she's going to go back next year for her senior year. My son, he uh, last year was a senior when COVID hit, so he didn't get a he didn't get a graduation, he didn't get a prom. Um, all the seniors all across Southern California they go to like Disneyland, call it a grad night. Um, he didn't get a chance to do that, so it's pretty sad for him for his senior year. But uh, he's he's in college now, his first year in college, and and they're doing that online. I, th- I think they're going to open up next. Next year, he goes to the University of California uh, pre-med. He wants to be a doctor.
0: Okay. Guess, nice. I guess,
1: guess, guess he saw that, you know, Pops was <laughs> working them late nights. I'm like, don't think you ain't going to be working late nights as a doctor, you know, oh, yeah, at least, yeah, at least yeah. as an intern. So, mm. yeah, but yeah,
0: yeah. I'm proud oh, of that's, him. That's good, man. That's good. When I went Education. back, get it. <laughs> when I went back, um, I went to a fully online university because I didn't want to, I don't want to fight traffic. I don't want to do any of that. I I just, so, and I can remember people, you know, it was kind of still fairly new at the time, even though, you know, online universities were a while, for a while. And so people were like, oh, you know, what's the, what's, what's it going to be like when you guys, you know, Graduate, you guys just gonna gather on your computer and just pop soda, you know, making jokes and stuff. But now, everybody that's yeah. what everybody's doing. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>, that's, <laughs> that's what not so, doing. Fun. <laughs> not yeah, so funny yeah. anymore, right? <laughs> nope, head of the curve on that. No, yeah, it was ahead of the curve, you know, so yeah. you know, and I never missed a class and, um, you know, because of snow or rain or, or any of that stuff. But I didn't want to, I didn't want to do all that. So, and I was working, um, I was, you know, I was working full time. I was, uh, uh, I was coaching my kids' uh, pal leagues um and working third shift and i'm like you know i don't want to stop what i'm doing to drive to a, to a school so i'm like listen i just i just do this so mm-hmm. so i get it brother and, and congratulations to you congratulations for getting
1: congratulations to you congratulations big success on you on your show your shows uh, plug plug your other one Right, oh yeah I, yeah, get, yeah, I get up
0: on that one too. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. messy yes. entanglements. but yes, we have a lot of, yes. lot of, lot of laughs with that. with a lot of laughs. Yeah. So it's, you know, just talking about relationships. We actually got a good and deep show coming up. We're going to talk about um, uh, domestic violence. Um, oh, I'm, I'm trying not. I, I keep getting pulled back to the police stuff, but you know, a lot of times, you know, people just in in entanglements they can't get out of, um, and some of that is due to just um, domestic violence. So we're going to talk about that and how people get out of it. We got to... A lady who facilitates uh domestic violence classes and things she's gonna come on and just talk to us about that. So we'll try to have some laughs, but you know, we'll see how it goes. You know, we know probably yeah,
1: yeah. To... probably not on that topic, but yeah, 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 yeah. I'd, yeah. I'd love to show them, man. If you can yeah. get Jada on there. Because I'm sure that's where you got the got the name of the
0: show. Uh, we did get it from there. Yeah, so, you
1: can get Jada so. on the show. <laughs> hey, hey. Yeah, listen,
0: we'll be doing something then. We'll be doing something. She probably wants some royalties, though. Man.
1: Yeah, yeah, no doubt. No doubt.
0: <laughs> yeah, but no, we, we're yeah. just trying to have a lot of fun. And just talk about relationships, man, and, you know, the difference between men and women and how we look at the world differently and just try to, try to make this thing work, you know, just try to make this thing work. Yeah, so. yeah. But you, right. we'll definitely have you up there, man. We'll talk about it, man. Talk, talk about the rivalry between you and your wife, man. Who's, uh, between the PhD and the bachelor's degree, you know, her, her. <laughs> Ain't no rivalry there. It's her. It's
1: her. She got it. She got it. <laughs> she got it. She got it. But you know, I'm I'm proud of that in my household that, oh, you know, we, we were able to show our kids the importance of education. Like I said, my, my son, he's he's you know, he's a freshman, pre-med, and my daughter, she's you know, straight A's as well. So she's getting all the letters from all the schools across the country already. So uh, that, that's that's a testament to education and and that's what parents need to instill in their, in their, in their, in their children, right. From day one, that education is important and it'll make you, uh, it'll make you or break you as far as your, your, your life goes. So um, buckle down, study hard and do what you got to do as a child. That's why I tell them. You only, that this is your job now. Mm. is going to school and, and getting those grades. Um, everything else is, is secondary. So you just concentrate on that. Um, and, and you do good, they, they work, you know, my daughter works at the subway and she's getting straight A's and, you know, so it's, it's it's all, it's all, it's all discipline, it's all discipline. So I I really, I really, and I attribute that to my, to my wife, you know, like I said, she she had the PhD. So she's out there, you know, making sure these kids, you know, when I'm out there working nights, you know, when I was on these different assignments, working, working dope and all that, she was at home, you know, helping them with their homework. So nice to
0: the wife absolutely absolutely all right brother i really really appreciate it man thank you so much for coming on the show man so uh your show is available uh on apple and everywhere else right correct
1: everywhere youtube and and spotify itunes apple everywhere everywhere go go peep it black and blue
0: definitely all right brother thank you so much for coming on thank you everyone to, to coming on we'll see you guys next week I forget who's coming on next week, but anyway, we got a show for you next week. <laughs> we get, we, get a next week. we right. got a show next week. We got a show next week. thank you All right, y'all much love and peace. Take care. Police reform is more than just a trending topic. My name is Lawrence Hunter. I'm a retired police captain from the state of Connecticut, and I've written a new book called police reform. And I talk about the evolution of law enforcement here in America and what changes need to be made in order to improve the relationship between the police and the communities that they serve. Over the past few months, it has become increasingly more important and more evident that there's something amiss and awry between the police and the communities that they serve. So whether you're about defunding the police or defending the police, if you're about Blue Lives Matter or Black Lives Matter, no matter what side of the fence you happen to sit on, make sure that you pick up your copy of Police Perform today.